Okay, my name is Mitch, and I play Nick the Cleric. I'm drunk as fuck right now with Dura. Not as drunk as Dura. Just drunk as fuck. That's because Dura's smaller and alcohol hits her harder. And she's younger. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Dura. I'm also Casey. Apparently I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm William, and I play as Kuro. Tis I. Stormy, I play Arashi. Almost screwed it up again. I'm eating soup. This is Ben. I play Paco. I am Galvin. That's it. He, him and Chris have merged to become one. I am <laughs> yes. Riley. I'm the DM. And uh, last time on Fornrad, we became the bad guys. Hey, whoever said we were good in the Pretty much. Uh, you guys, Whoever said Arashi was a good guy and walk away and no one listened. You guys broke into a a woman's house and uh, paralyzed her and stole her relic. Roofied her. We basically roofied her. Yes, we did like drug heroes. her in the end. Okay, she's still conscious. You know, we can just put the relic back, put her back, and leave. Uh, no one else has left other than number one who's carrying Arashi. Right, so Paco, Galvin, and the elf lady in the room. No one else is outside drinking. Well, I don't think I can carry the elf lady. So do we want to take her with us, Galvin? Yes. That's what I'm going to find out. Galvin's going to ask her a question. Why, why do you guard the relic? Uh, my friends and I tried to... We tried to use it for a very powerful spell a long time ago. The, cons- the consequences of which can still be felt today. So we split up the relics and we're each guarding them. I haven't heard from my friends in years. I don't know if they still have their pieces of the relic, but as far as I'm aware, the spell cannot be complete without my piece, so I guard it. Galvin is not really interested because he thought there was only one relic, not pieces of a relic. I would like to ask her what the consequences of the spell actually are. If it's the same spell. You can't... You're paralyzed and you're gone. Says the ghost of Arashi that's out of the room. I would rather not tell you what the spell was meant for. I don't care what the spell was meant for. I just want to know what we can lose. There... There is now an active volcano on Gratva. It has been active for the last hundred years. Hundred or so years, uh, and it's uh, it erupts every once in a while. Wait, so are you telling me that when you attempted to do the spell, the consequences resulted in a volcano? That and several other natural disasters happening to the Isle of Gratva. So this thing is uh, really, really freaking dangerous. Galvin at this point is now worried. Paco would like to try and persuade Galvin to just try and get the relic from number one and put it back and just leave this lady where she was. Gal- Galvin's thinking of what to do. Galvin's uh, thinking where not to bring the lady or not. <laughs> Nick. What? Nick, Dura, and Kuro. You guys see one leave the cave with a paralyzed Arashi over his shoulder. Um, should we follow them? Like, really confused. He kind of stands up, runs over. 
So back to back to the room with the elf and the I'm Greg following and them. Galvin and the the Paco and the elf. And you done split up the party. But we're not the, You're the ones who left. We're just a little like tunnel away. We're not exactly split up yet. Too bad. Alright. Galvin's gonna ask Galvin's gonna ask Elfley if she wants to come. Or if he would rather have him leave with you. She says, take me with you if you want. Know that the second I can move, I'll try everything within my power to uh, to get free. Uh, oh, fucking I, have no, uh, I have no doubt about that. What type of knot did Galvin use? I don't know my definition of knots. Galvin would use a really sturdy knot. I don't know what knot that would be. Whatever he did last time, it worked on number one, so I'm guessing it's going to work on this lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever knot he had used for number one. Actually, that was Nick who tied the knot for number one. Nick was the one that tied up number one, actually. Nick had, it was like the drunken knot or something oh, like that. Did he use the yeah. drunken knot? Yeah. Nick had used like, I the drunken knot. I forgot about that. that. The knot that, that Nick so well invented done, when he was super but he drunk. I how he did it. <laughs> I have no way to remake it, but I still have it. But you're drunk. Do you? Mm-hmm. Do I? Because I mean, Galvin's Galvin's gonna ask ask Elfway what she what she would think of coming along with them as I don't know as an overseer of the relic, basically. It's basically ensuring that if something does go wrong, she can help and take the relic back. She, uh, and this surprises you. She nods. The hell? Then I would think it's a good idea to take her with us because right. she knows more about this thing than any of us. All so, right, Galvin, Galvin, you're going to sling her over your shoulder? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take her with us. And once she comes unparalyzed, Galvin's going to c- cut the ropes, ropes. Okay. Or once they get out of the cave, to be honest. Uh, so you guys are walking back to the crossroads. So, I have to say, is it just uh, a tradition of ours now to just get new party members by kidnapping them first? Yep. Because that's <laughs> I, I asked her. Apparently. Said, yes, so I brought her along. I okay, guys, roll for a random encounter. Who, who's uh, leading the chart? I'm assuming number one is actually. I think that would be charge. number one right now, actually. <laughs> number one's the first one to storm off. Number one rolled an 18. Okay. Um, you guys. Hold on, let me roll. Okay, so while you guys are walking, uh, Stormy, for a brief moment, you feel that presence. You know, like the presence. And it's only there for like a second. Like you, you know what presence I'm talking about, right? I know. Okay. It's only there for like a second before it's gone. But you're no longer paralyzed. Arashi goes limp. Okay. Just uh, everyone walking behind number one, which would be everyone, notices that she's no longer in like a weird stiff position and just completely limp. Hey. Galvin's probably going to think that she just fell asleep and is no longer paralyzed. But she was poisoned in the. Because technically, if you fell asleep while you're paralyzed and came, and then you became unparalyzed, you would go limp. You're asleep. So that's what Galen's gonna think, unless the raw she says something. Uh, that's it for the random counter, though. Awesome. Uh, that's it. Well, we're about to roll for another one because you guys reached the crossroads. Uh, and as you guys are, like about to reach the crossroads, uh, other girl doesn't or other girl stops being paralyzed. 
At that moment, Galvin will sling her off her shoulder and cut the ropes so she can walk along with them. Uh, she makes no attempt to attack you. Awesome. I'm glad for that. <laughs> That's... Uh, to, to everyone's surprise, she pulls Galvin into a tight hug and uh, she whispers something in his ear. I'm going to uh, send you a direct message, Galvin, of what she says. All right. Um, okay. If any of them try anything, I'm going to kill them. Okay, so that, that's what she whispered in your ear, Galvin. I, I, I like, I'm going to keep it a secret for now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to send you uh, re- my, Galvin's response to that. It's less of a saying and more of an action. Wait, what, Kuro? Is it a blush or something? Will, roll. What? You are the only animal besides Paco. Right, right. Kuro has super hearing. He has puppy ears. What do you mean? (laughs) You can hear better than us. I would have to make a perception Perception check. check. Yeah. Nope, I don't hear it. Yeah. Settled. What? Probably have to have been a 20 anyways. It's plot. Like I said, Galvin's thing is just slightly of action through that. Okay. Which is to be expected. Uh, so, you guys pass the crossroads with no major happenings unless you guys want to stop and do some quick shopping. But Actually, yes. Galvin would like, Galvin would like to buy some high-quality leather. Like, armor leather. Not, not, not okay. armor leather, but leather for armor. Uh, we'll say twenty gold for uh one cow's worth of leather. That's chump change. I got it. <laughs> cow's worth. <laughs> All right, hey. let me just take twenty gold from my fifteen hundred twenty-five. Why am I the only Damn. one here that knows about Christianity? I, I have a lot of money. I I I think it's insane. I am the richest of the group. Yeah, because you're a mob boss. A weekly too. All right. Uh, while you guys are stopped in the town, Casey, you want to try doing some stealing? Uh, we'll say you're a little more sober. Okay. Yeah, I do want to try a, a little bit of stealing. Well, actually, okay. no, it depends. How, what, what are the pickings right, looking like? Uh, I mean, as good as they can be for Gratva. It's not the richest island in the world, but... Uh, there are some, like, well-dressed people who probably have a decent amount of money. Okay. Uh, you also see, like, a small small group of hoodlums that look like they've been picking on people all day. Hmm. I know, I know Dura likes to not exactly go for weak targets. Yeah. No, I want to go for the people who are more, like, dressed up. Also, have we arrested any points since our counter from the goblins? No. No? At some point we no, arrest. You could you could do that in the town though. Alright. Can I go to the church? A long uh, Casey, ma- make a sleight of hand check with disadvantage because you know your hand was cut off that one time. Okay. Should I count this as a short rest or a long rest, Riley? Uh you might not get to rest because uh Oh god damn it. Zero was <gasps> oh my god. caught stealing. <laughs> I mean I... We knew that was gonna happen. Hey, 
What? Did did Dread go off looking for Leviathan? Dread? Who? What? Dread. My familiar. Who? That... Oh. I thought that was... I thought his name was Dave. No, that's the goblin. Right. No, no, I thought it was I thought it was like John or something. You you did give it like a regular sounding name. Earway. He sounds familiar off to look at something. Yes, he he goes off to look for Leviathan. Uh, could I do something? I I'm pretty sure that was near Adora, is are they? Uh hold on. We're focusing on Dura because you just rolled a six. Um so you, you stick your hand into the into the pocket of a uh of a rich er looking member of society and your hand starts shaking. Like like violently shaking in his pocket. And he turns around and he grabs your wrist. And, it's and he says, Well fuck Explain it's- yourself. Hi. Act like a child, you have bubbles. <laughs> Did- Take out the bubbles and start acting like a child! I will, I will point this out. Anyone who probably would first see her would probably think she's a child, to be honest. She is small. Yeah, that's a fair point. It would probably be relatively easy to convince him that you were just being a weird kid. Use the bubbles! Mister, have you seen my mom? Ooh, roll pers- persuasion. And because I loved the voice you did, you get advantage. Oh, that is. Yes. Oh, thank God for advantage. Thank God for You're advantage. You're lucky that you had the advantage. Or you weren't. Oh, that's not exactly better. Hey, wow. plus your persuasion. Plus your persuasion modifier. I don't have a modifier for that one. Oh, God. Well, He says, little girl, I don't care where your mother is. Why did you have your hand in my pocket? Um, uh, uh. Start crying! This, this question is Galvin anywhere near to see this? Uh, yeah. Galvin sees this? Alright. This is gonna be really weird. But Galvin's gonna run up. Galvin's gonna run up saying, There you are, acting like Duress's daughter. <laughs> He's gonna try to help Duress bring out this. Okay. I mean, uh, technically, there you are. I'm looking all over for you. For, first of all, first of I'm all, she said that, her mom. Well, no, I'm gonna assume Galvin is clever enough to come up with this ruse, like on the spot. Uh, I imagine this isn't the first time he's bailed her out like this. Uh, no. <laughs> second, uh, make a persuasion roll, Galvin. The straight roll. Yeah. Oh, gonna go All good. right. Crit, crit. Let me crit. see what my persuasion modifier is first, so I don't have to go back and check. Um, persuasion. What do oh, I yeah. have for that? Static modifiers. I have, uh, plus, I have a plus five persuasion, actually. Holy shit. Um, 15. You're very persuasive. You know that, right? I'm 15. <laughs> You're a shopkeeper. He, uh, he throws Dura to you. And says, "This, this is your daughter. Your, yes, your it is. I'm sorry for any trouble. She, I'm, I'm sorry for any trouble she might cause you, sir. I'm, I'm very sorry. She is a half elf. He, he, he looks at you. She's a, little, she's a little troublemaker. He looks at you and says, 
you just keep your daughter daughter's hands out of people's pockets from now on. I, I will see her, and I'm just gonna start dragging her away, <laughs> looking like look, looking like a mad parent. <laughs> Duh, oh, if I'm... we had a if we had a bronze coin for every time we got you out of trouble, we would have like fifty gold. No, we have no goal because I think there's the I think only two people have gotten her out of trouble: Darius, who talked, who got her out of stockades, and now me. Every time she had to get out her own way, she paid you off. All right. So, does anything else happen, or is that the end of that? Just almost no, that, that's encounter. the end of that encounter. Once we get uh, once we get far away enough, Galvin will let go of Dora's hands, so he's not so he doesn't look like he's still treated as a child. Uh. Kuro wants to walk up to uh, the elf lady and return the key. I would like to talk to the elf lady as well. She she leans down to Kuro, takes the key. Uh, she looks like she wants to pat you on the head and then maybe go for like a handshake. And then she just kind of decides to put her hand down by her side and she just says, thank you. Uh, Kuro says, sorry for all that happened. She uh, shakes her head and says, you weren't involved in that. Don't feel bad. Can we get Kuro so we can actually talk? We're in the crossroads. Well, I want to talk to Elf Lady real quick. She, she stands up and then she talks to Nick. Okay. So first of all, I'm really sorry about my quote-unquote friends. Especially the scaly one. I don't like her. Um, I don't think Rashi has skills. She's a different color, but I don't think she has scales. I always thought she was like a dragon-esque. No, she's no. a tiefling. Uh, the scaly would one would be one. Okay, well, then it still applies. She has horns that are serrated and her hair is quill. Okay, well, the tiefling and the scaly one, I don't, I don't speak for them. She, uh, she grabs your shoulder and says, Look, if it comes down to it, I'm going to feel bad about killing you and the wolf. <laughs> uh, I feel the sentiment. And then she goes back by Galvin. Well, I actually want to ask a question about the, the, the Clarence Mimic Sword guy. I, I, I feel like she's already left you. Oh. Yeah, no, she's, she's just hanging out with Galvin now. Oh. Hanging out with Galvin and Dura, who almost got caught. <laughs> hey, you guys look like a... Never mind. So are we, are we continuing our way back to the... No, uh, I'm waiting to get back. And we need to heal up uh, William with the old goat lady so he can actually speak normal sentence. All right. Well, in that case, Galvin's going to take a long rest. Well, actually, yeah, it's too. all normal. From the uh, very beginning, not- he spoke like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, number one doesn't rest with you, Galvin, and uh, you're pretty, taking I'm, him to the to the special healer, uh, aren't you? Is, is that what you said? I'm not. <laughs> Rashi said he was going to do something like that. Galvin's going to take a long rest. Kuro, do you uh, go and, with? Do you go with a Rashi to the special healer? Uh, I guess so. So, mm-hmm. uh, Rashi and Kuro enter. Uh, this special healer's building, the same one that reattached Dura's hand. She hasn't taken off the ropes. You mean Dura's hand? 
and she looks at you and goes, whose hand am I repairing today? Uh, no hand. <laughs> uh, some things happened in the past, and he's been really struggling to speak. I want him to be able to speak. Can you fix his vocal cords? That wasn't the best option at the time. She cracks her knuckles. She leans down. She, uh, she puts a hand to his neck, and her hand starts to glow. And then she stands back up, and she says, uh, there's nothing wrong with his vocal cords. <laughs> ha. <laughs> if, the, if he has any Somebody's problems talking, busted. it seems like that's a natural occurring thing. Or, I don't know, maybe it's just something I can't heal. But, uh, regardless, little wolf boy, you have my condolences. Crew. And then, uh, Nods. yeah. Then she boots you guys out. <laughs> now get the fuck out of here. Also, on, on a side note, Riley, I, I'm I'm taking five gold off of Galvin for like buying food and drinks for him, and probably the old lady. Probably you keep calling I, her old. I, I, She's not that old. I I, still, I, I don't know why. It's, I She's old. not old, dude. She's like elf. she looks like a tall elf. She's like a normal right. aged elf. Galvin Lewis was high of his Dura. Because <laughs> we all know it's extremely short. Anyway, Galvin bought... I, I I took five gold off of Galvin for like buying food and drinks for him, the elf lady, and probably anyone else who was there with them. Okay, I'm going to tell you the elf lady's name because I'm getting tired of just hearing her referred to as the elf lady. But I've had a name since I first uh, made her character sheet in case we rolled initiative. Her name is Gwyn. Gwyn. Thank you. G-W-Y-N. Okay, so one long rest later. One long rest later. My journey. <laughs> uh, you guys depart the crossroads. Let's yet again roll for a random encounter. I, I don't have Greg, though. What? I've been waiting for Galvin. Greg to return this entire time. Uh, he comes back and he doesn't have uh, anything. Is that because I just rolled or because you just remembered? Natural 20! Uh, I I just... I forgot that he had left to do something. But oh I do know that... I do know that the second you did... You asked him to go, I knew there was no... Uh, lavender in the area. Leviathan. Not lavender. Leviathan. Uh, Leviathan. I mistakenly Go-in. said something else. The point still stands. What did he bring back? Uh, he brought back some lavender. Oh, well. I'll put it in the rib cage. Spruce him up a bit. How pretty? Uh, it's just the prettiest. The fact. Okay, so... Beautiful purple ever. I'm gonna go with Galvin's on this so that we do get a, a random encounter. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys hear footsteps... Like running footsteps in the woods beside you. Galvin pulls out his hammer. I pull out my sword. Um, uh, can Kuro make a perception check? Sure. Try to perceive more than just the sound. Fifteen plus, um, four. Nineteen. So that's, that's actually really nice. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you notice that it's not just one person running, but it's a centaur. Uh-oh. Oh god, this is not gonna go well. I didn't think I'd need to pull out his character sheet just yet, but... Oh, oh no, no, it... no, no. I have a bad feeling who, about this. Who is it? I Surprise! You, you, guys, you guys all see, as Rotlock follows Trail... I knew it. Uh, ...bounds onto the trail... Oh, no. Uh, see me in front of us. His Drill Bond... Nope. Damn it. His Drill Bond. His, his Drill Bond. His Bond His Bodron. His Bodron. And he lets loose an arrow. And you hear the sound of... Uh, like, he lets loose an arrow directly in the direction of uh, the trees. To your right. And you guys hear the sound of... Uh, a rabbit. Just kind of like squeak as he gets hit by the arrow. Well, shit. Wow, he's so much better hunter than Darius. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. In the centaur tribe, he was the one who was the hunter, not Darius. Oh, I had no doubt about that. <laughs> that Darius is not the hunter. You know, the guy who can hit deer, he was called Deer's End. You know, it was for a different reason. Because he had a butt that looked like a deer's. <laughs> uh, so, what what are you guys doing? Hi, Rotlock! <laughs> uh, he looks at you. He sees number one. Uh, and he sees this random elf woman behind you. And he just sees, like, I generally the party. And he sees that a lot of you look very disgruntled and angry at each other. And he's like... <laughs> Hey, how did things go with Asha? It's, it's been a while. Not great. Gal- Galwin's, g- Galwin's gonna grumble while he puts away his weapon. <laughs> oh crap, Arashi has spells ready. Um, uh... She what? Starts a fire with them, throwing them about five feet downwards into the ground. Okay. Nothing happens with your spells. Yeah. Uh, you right. see that the elf lady has her bow dro- drawn. You see that Gwen has her bow drawn. Uh, po- and po- it's pointed at his- Rotlock. Galvin's Whoa! He's going to put his hand on her bow and try to lower it down. Telling her it's fine. Uh, she, she doesn't resist. And she looks at you and she says, is he friendly? Yes, yes, yes he is. Very much so. Then she looks at him and says, hail and well met. And then she puts her dr- bow away. Her bow is now named Dro because I keep saying Dro. <laughs> okay. Her bow Dro away. Wow. Wind shot Mo with her bow Dro. Three hours of recording later, our English language has devolved into this. In another hour, it will just be grunt. You guys are speaking worse than me, and I'm a child. You're a drunk child at that. Exactly. So he trots over, and he uh, picks up the arrow with the rabbit still on the other end of it, and he says, well, uh, good luck. I'm going back to the centaur camp. Uh, he runs off. Bye, Rotlock! I'm so glad you guys didn't attack him. We just do not have the time in this episode for that. That would have been fun. 
Why would we attack really? him, Jura, are you just you... randomly suggesting attacking people? Are you, are you suggesting randomly out attacking people? Out of character! Process? Out of character, that's worse! Okay. <laughs> anyway, you know what? Can someone crossbow? take away Duro's crossbow? No. I don't think no. we need to. She can't hit anyone with it still. No. Okay, oh! so as you... Snap! Snap! Anyways... As you guys keep walking, uh, Dura sobers up, uh, as does Nick. Uh, and then Me. you guys take that same path all the way to the cemetery. Spooky. Which Galvin still does not like. This and, place uh, is unholy. As you guys walk in, following one, you see that there's significantly more mood lighting in the room. <laughs> candles are lit and these weird glowing red runes uh, litter the ceiling. Oh. The, the domed ceiling. We're not doing some type of devil ritual, are we? Well, I mean, we're summoning natural disasters and general other bad stuff, so... I, probably. I, will, I will note this. Galvin does keep his hand on his axe. Uh, this stinks of unholiness. Of heresy. Asha, Asha turns around, like kind of startled, in a, in a like jump, and she says, "Oh, uh, you, you guys are back already. I thought that might take longer. Uh, I'm still getting things prepared, but with that final little piece of equipment I sent you guys to go get, we should be ready to bring Darius back." Yeah. Galvin's gonna, Galvin's gonna ask her, is she is she hundred percent sure she wants to do this? Like, you know, that last warning back out type of thing. I'm just telling you, Asha. I'm killing it. But you know. Um Do we Kura have goes Kuro goes, I still don't approve. So I agree How with How many Kuro. people do approve of actually trying? I'm it's a three, I, three. I wanna try it. It's just so against what I believe in. And if it's un unholy or unholy in any way, I will destroy it. Actually, I'm to everything. Okay, I'm kind of curious. So should we take a vote as to how many people actually want to try it? How many people... Or how many people want to try it and then kill whatever comes out if it's not Darius? I'm going to okay, try well, it and kill whatever comes out no matter what if it, it's not Darius. Okay. If we're being honest, the only one that wants to do this, I think, is Arashi and Asha. Let's just get this over with. What, what are you rolling for, Paco? I just want to see where everyone stands, and I can't get it done with all this. We've already said this. The only ones who want to try to do this is Asha and Arashi. We're doing it. The only we're ones doing that... It. Everyone else is kind of just coming along, because it's the group, and they want to make sure if it's not Darius, it's not a monstrosity wandering around. Exactly. Well, seeing as last time it was even attempted, it started a volcano. I don't think we can stop a volcano after it starts. Technically, we don't know uh, what the spell she did was. We just know she did a spell and it was on a volcano. No, the but elf... we know that there's risks involved no matter what. The elf speaks up and says, this isn't right. I don't feel the other relics here. And then she looks at you guys and says, Art, you guys... My, my relic is useless unless it's part of this spell. 
What what are you guys doing? This this, this is what Galvin pointed out. Galvin says, I have no clue what these trying I to make don't it know zombie, either. apparently. You know what, you know what, what we're, reason why we're doing this is because if you want explanations, ask her any points to Asha. Are we doing Frankenstein's monster now? What's going on? We kind of are, actually. We have a clay body, and we're trying to imbue it with life. Okay. Is this going to become Riley Talks to Himself, the podcast? <laughs> yes. No. For, for a seconds here, yeah. yeah. Unless, you want, unless you want to do a sh- You've got control of, like, four characters right now. <laughs> yeah, I do. Dude. I, have so many, I have so many NPCs. Asha explains her her plan and what she needs the relic for. Quinn says that that's interesting and that it's possible that the relic can be used like that. Uh, however, uh, she's only ever heard it referenced in use for the one spell to which Asha says, well, she kind of made this spell from scratch. So the elf says, well, now I'm interested. Wow, that changed really fast. And then she she draws her bow and says, However, last time I tried to use this relic, something bad happened to my friends and I. So if you don't mind, I'd like to prepare myself for combat. Wait, in fourth person as on you as the characters or the elf? No, that, that, was, that was the elf speaking in first person. Okay. I would like to prepare myself for combat. Against whatever's gonna come out. Against. I was actually agree with that. Galvin's gonna have his ham- new hammer ready for whatever comes out too. That was I'm gonna hold Galvin's Clarence. Along. Clarence is gonna be out of magic damage. I feel like if she marched in the mimic, not Clarence. Okay. I am going to get my mimic sword out. Clarence, prepare for battle. I put Dreg in my. Cloak. Hold on. There's a character sheet I need to open right now. And I have not put it on a sticky note. Ah, possible zombie Darius. I will say this. Galvin, Galvin will not Galvin doesn't want to kill a zombie Darius. I'll make Galvin really sad. Okay, well, I knew it was going to be zombie Darius ever since we came to the cemetery. I feel like Galvin, well, Galvin definitely knows something we don't. Riley is God. I know something you guys don't, but it's not that it's mind-breaking in gaming. I mean, I just didn't think we'd get this far today. I thought we'd stop after two episodes and not do a third one. So I didn't expect to reach this point. Well, More episodes, I also know things. Uh, you you know. underestimate us. You know your if plans you- that you make for this campaign? We don't care about them. If you think about it, At that's all. good because we're actually making progress with the story. Yeah, we're making progress for once. It's actually a good thing. It is interesting. I never expected to make significant progress with us actually fighting. All right. Especially no after I paralyzed Arashi. Let's continue. No more stalling. Let's go. Okay. Uh, so Asha takes this like weird hourglass-looking thing that... I believe I first described as two funnels uh, taped together at the narrow end, but without tape. She takes this thing, this double-sided funnel, and she puts one end to the uh, magnifying glass. And then she puts her eye to the other, and she starts to look around the room. 
and you see the magnifying glass kind of like glowing on the side that isn't connected to this contraption. She says, gotcha. And then she sticks her fingers into the other end, uh, chants some words in an ancient language that none of you understand. And then she pulls this small light from inside and it's like a, a string. It, it's like pulling this long string out of, out of this thing. And she kind of crumples it up into a ball, magically, levitatingly. And she gives it a gentle push over to Darius. And uh, it turns into a small hole through which you can see stars, like off in the distance. And then that hole get, gets bigger and bigger. And then those stars are blacked out. There's something in the way. And something starts crawling out of this hole. Calvin, right? Calvin readies his hammer more. I got Clarence. <laughs> you hear her say, this this isn't right. Hold on. Shocker! And what unholy thing are you making? Uh, I'm going to say that this is a character sheet I never thought I'd have to open. You I don't like to didn't actually that. expect us to get this to this point. No. <laughs> I honestly thought you'd side against her and not side with her. Well, I was one step <laughs> away from straight up shooting her the entire time, but first off, you had me promise Rutlock not to do that. And second off, everybody else doesn't it. want to. No. The last thing Galvin uh, wants to do is hurt there is his sister. What the fuck is coming out of it? Tell us! So, this thing, it, it crawls out. And it is massive. I would like to shoot it with an Eldritch Blast, just immediately. Let me describe it real quick. It looks like liquid black. And it's got two glowing red eyes, and it's roughly in the shape of a centaur, but it's got more legs than it should, and its hands stretch out into dark claws. It's a Grim Darius. Yeah, I still want to shoot it. A couple of bells blast. As soon as possible. Darius fell to the ground. Okay, uh, roll initiative. An eight. Oh, I'm, I'm a crisp four. Oh god, this is heresy at its finest. Well, I mean, there was a couple pretty big hints that this was gonna happen. Okay, so I'd like to question who Asha's fighting against right now. She's fighting against the monster. She said this isn't right. And she promised Galvin that she'd destroy it if it wasn't right. That seems yeah, insane she for how up. insane she was. Galvin is happy. We're, and, and we're back. That was the longest initiative we've ever had to do, so I'm cutting most of that out, audience. Uh, the order is... Asha, Greg, Dura, Paco, One, Dark Darius... Kuro, Gwyn, Galvin, Nick, Arashi. I think we have 11 different characters. I think Riley planned on us killing most of the NPCs. I definitely didn't plan on them all being here for this final encounter. Yeah, I feel also, like the uh, Dark Centaur also, might be somewhat overwhelmed because it's the only thing fighting us. I am very glad uh, about Gwyn. 
Also, I totally made Gwyn up on the spot, so uh, yeah. I definitely did so, not expect her to be here. <laughs> I'm very happy I brought Gwyn along. Hey, All right, let's start get the party members by kidnapping them and in, and integrating them. All right. We will grow for yeah, as long as like possible. Five turns in a row. Like ISIS. Okay, guys, final boss time. This is going to be... Oh, final boss. I can't see uh, how we can possibly lose with a 10 on 1. Bitch, please no. Asha whips at him. <laughs> please, no. She has disadvantage because she's not good with a whip. For a disadvantage when she was hitting me. using it then? That still beats his armor class. So, uh, I don't know how much damage a whip does, so I'm gonna... I believe it was 1d6. I don't think it's really uh, high. That's, that's not that roll, though. Okay, let's mark that off his massive HP. Alright, now what's that ridiculously powerful spell I had? I'm, I'm gonna say that I have a very bad feeling for Galvin. And I'll, and I'll say why after this is all over. Uh, up next, it's Greg's turn. Uh, Greg is going to make an attack against him. That hits. Uh, Galvin, do you remember Greg's weapons damage? It was a sword. It's a, it's, it's a long sword, right? He, he has. If it's I a long believe sword, so. I don't remember what that does. If, it, if, if it's a long sword, it's 1d8 one handed, 1d10 two handed. Uh, we'll say he does uh, two handed. And I think he has plus slashing. I'll tell you what that is after. Once I find it. Uh, that's not a lot of damage you just did. That could have been better, yeah. Okay, up next it is Dura. Oh, wow. Alright, I'm gonna use my short bow and shoot. Okay, roll to hit. Do I still have the disadvantage on me? No, you're still yes. now. Oh, she, oh, she, no, well, no. the disadvantage for ranged attacks because of the hand thing. Yeah. You, oh. you still have the disadvantage, uh, but you missed, and a critical fail wouldn't exactly be beneficial to the party right now. Uh, and since there's so okay. many people playing, we don't really have time for it. So I'm not going to make you roll again. Uh, Alright, I'm going to use, what, Scorching Ray, which would be 3, 2d6, plus 4 each. It's stupid, really. Go for it, because this thing has a stupid amount of health. Hence why I did that. Okay, first roll. Second Four, roll. Three, seven. Third roll. Nine. Fourth roll. Twelve. Fifth roll. Fourteen. Sixth roll. Plus, uh, what's four times? Nineteen. Um, 24, so that plus 24. Ouch. Yeah, that's why I have to 19, Galvin? What? 33. 33. Yeah. He said 19, and he added something else, which I'm assuming was a... 7, 9, 12. So 33. That's 24. That's impressive. Well, that's 24 bonus, and that's on top of the regular that I got 30. from all the... Uh, Wait, wait, the 24 is a bonus? 
Yes, 24 is a bonus oh, from the yeah. plus 4 magic damage. Oh, I yeah. Them, I had a stupidly oh, yeah. powerful spell. Yeah, those those sixes are all 19, plus that 24. That's a lot. Yeah, 43. What the uh, stick of plus 4 magic damage that Riley gave me. That would kill Galvin. Or yes, that would, knock that would kill just about anything but a final boss. Which is why I only ever uh, threatened to use it on number one in this guy. Hold on. I'm doing the math right now. Decent hit. You still have a ways to go, though. I'm, I'm not surprised. Whose turn is it now? Uh, up next, after Paco, it is number one's turn, and he's going to swing his giant broadsword at him. Oh, that was a clean one. Ooh. That's a miss. After one's turn, it is Dark Darius's. Let me just pull up his character sheet. Hey, am I back at 20 health? Yes, I don't we have that Yeah, we all did a long rest. Okay. So it is going to claw at you. Uh, Ooh, it's going to claw at Greg. Oh, that's a 19. Oh. That's a critical hit. That's, oh my oh, god. Greg, no. Not my apprentice. Oof. No. Not good. That's going to hurt. I'm hoping Greg is still a BP because he is a fighter. <laughs> I'm assuming he is. Greg. So that is seven no. damage. Plus three slashing damage. Not Greg. That's ten. Oh, yeah. I looked it up and longswords have plus three to their slashing. Thanks. So that is 20 damage that, that that hit Greg. 20? Oh my god, Greg! What did the extra 10? It was a critical hit. Oh, yeah. How? Ouch. Uh, is Greg currently alive? He's not looking too good. <laughs> not he, Greg. He flies across the room. Wait, you just and, at, and at the beginning, you guys thought you were outmat- or he was outmatched. I didn't think it was that match. I was afraid of this. Okay, and he's going to use his second attack. Oh, oh no. On number one, because the rest of you are still a ways away from him. And he can't so exactly I, move. I, so it sounds like the Dark Darius is a fighter class. Am I right? He is. He's based off of Darius. There's, oh yeah, Darius was a fighter. He misses, he misses number one, though. Just like Darius would. <laughs> yeah, my memories of Darius consist of him tripping right, on this next. iron grate over Yeah, but and the over. audience never got to see, see that. Ah, oh, really? Crud. Who's next? Uh, after Dark Darius, it is Kuro's turn. Yeah, uh, Kuro's gonna take out um, his short bow and uh, attack from afar. Okay. So, gotta roll the hit and then the 20. Nah. Critical hit. Yeah. Um, and then roll it's a uh, roll six, seven, one, three, four, five. That's the, the two on the weapon. Multiply. Oh, um. So that's 10. That's mm -hmm. 10 damage. That is 10 damage. Yay. <laughs> okay, after Kuro, it is Gwyn's turn. That's what Gwyn is. 
Uh, she's going to shoot an arrow at it. She misses. Because she has no modifiers, because I made her up on the spot. Uh, Galvin, it's your turn. My turn, yay. Well, like the fighter I am, I have to run up to the thing, so, yay. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'm going to rage. Also, I found out the way we've been doing rage has been entirely different. Different. It doesn't multiply my thing by four. It gives me a plus two the strength checks, plus two the damage, and it lasts until I stop attacking. So, let's swing at this thing. Roll 20. From rage. That's a uh, 10 plus my modifiers, which I realize I have to add. That's a plus, that's 16. That does it. That hits him. Awesome. With my fire hammer. That's Which is a ridiculously powerful weapon, if I recall. It is 2d10 plus, I think, uh, plus 4 fire, plus a 3 bludgeoning. I thought it was plus 1d4, not just plus 4. Oh yeah, just plus four. Alright, anyway, it's still a lot. So, roll 20. No, not roll 20. What am I doing? Not roll 20. Ignore that. <coughs> roll 10. I mean, that's the same thing as rolling two 10s, but a little different. <laughs> I That's uh, 10 plus one. 1, 4. That's 12. And, 12. Strength, gives me, and strength and rage, not strength, gives me a plus 2 to the damage, so that's 14. 14. At which point I went Axe Insurance and taking their swing at him. <laughs> Hold on. I mean, go for it. But doing something real quick. Good news, guys. He's he's uh, only he's only got a little more health than the strongest person in the party. All right. I'm taking my second attack. That's with Axe not Insurge. much. All things. I'm not even sure he's gonna get another turn at this rate. That's uh, over 20, so that hits. <laughs> yeah, that does indeed hit. Also, I realize I can, I can roll ones and twos for damage. I forgot about that. I'm going to re-roll that because of my fighting style, which lets me re-roll two-hand weapons, which the hammer is. Mm-hmm. Same roll, all right. The other one. Oh, oh my god, jeez. Can I re-roll? I don't know if I can re-roll more for once, so I'm just going to keep that. Okay. So that's six. Wow. I, I go from 14 to six. Oh, no. So you eight. hit him pretty... Eight. 14 to eight. There we go. You, pr you hit him pretty head-on. You you apply that directly to the forehead. Rock and roll style. Chunk! Chunk! <laughs> Uh, and then on your second attack, you just barely glance him. I, I, uh, I slightly stumble into him and, and just, like, he slides off the chest. <laughs> Nick. Yes. I am going to take out my Mimic Sword Clarence. And with my... F and, uh... I'm gonna run at this thing and slice it with my Mimic Sword. Okay. Roll to hit. Yep, hold on. Uh, plus. Plus. Add that to your uh, hit roll. Three. Add three to that. 
Add three. Okay. Uh, 20. That's a critical hit. Roll Damn, damage. Damn, straight. My, my critical hits get double. Uh, that was my uh, unyielding rage or whatever. Uh, critical hits always deal double damage. Yeah. Okay. So I roll in D8, right? I believe that is what I told you when you picked up Clarence. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. And I roll D8 again, right? I don't remember if I said it was 2D8. I think it was just 1D8. Yeah, but it's uh, it's critical, right? No, critical means that you just double. Yeah. I rolled an 8, so 16. Disregard the second one. We are destroying this guy. Never say that prematurely. Uh, up next is Arashi. Can I use drag on my turn as well? And then do my turn? Companion, yeah, companions go on their user on their user's turn, so yeah, he would go on your turn. Alright, I Alright, I have Drag Dive Bomb. Well not dive bomb. Uh fly fast and throw a sharpened log into the black goop. Or Darius. Okay. Roll the hit. Oh, this doesn't miss. And then he's Ariel, too. Uh, it uh, cool. doesn't matter. You hit. Uh. Alright. And now Arash is going to use Burning Hand at point blank. Okay, well, first roll for damage for the log, because that doesn't do much. Burning Hand does 3d12. The log doesn't. No, the log does a d6. Or d3. I, I typed out the uh, order in the general chat, so we can always right. see what it is. To make it easier. Now, Burning Hand, wasn't that... It's a guaranteed attack within 15 feet, right? I believe so. Uh... 3D... What did I say it was? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I'm too busy keeping track of everyone's HP and uh, the initiative order. This thing's close to dead, though, right? Uh, and the log should catch on fire as well. So, 25. And then the log's on fire inside him. Uh, why is that 25 damage? Uh, 997. Oh, I, m I missed the first nine. You deal that damage. Ooh, that's not good. What? What's not good? It's pretty hurt. With all the people up against it, this seemingly impossible boss fight is turning into a joke. That's wow. basically right. what we've been doing. As I said, ten on one. That I'm thing was never not. getting. Counting Nick in that, not sure if I should. And then we have mostly warriors that can go berserk. And everyone's getting criticals on top of that. It and is Asha's turn. Very great She's going to repeat her useless whipping. Worked last time. Oh yeah, it's just so long. 
She still you hits. You know, this entire campaign has been us making a joke of your plans. What, what's this it guy really has this time? His AC is pretty low because I figured you guys would, like, need to hit him a bunch to kill him, so. Apparently not. Well, we do, except for the fact that we're all getting criticals and it's ten people fighting this guy. I, f I already forgot what Asha's whip does. I think it was six? A d6? Yeah, that's right. It was one d6. Sweet. Uh, spoiler alert, he's now down to single digits. Oh my god. Really he's not him. down to single? Or... He is down to single. I want oh, to finally. Trap him into a bottle or something. We've only done one round. Uh, it is Greg's We're turn. We're not gonna put Dark Darius in a bottle. Why? It's a great chance for science. It's a great chance That's for you to get another hit. demon. Yeah, it's dead. Great. Yeah, it's yeah. dead. I don't even need to roll damage. Oh, uh, that thing's done. Okay, so... Makes an ear-piercing shriek as it turns into a puddle. I hope not. No. So here's what happens. It starts to crumple back into that small spot that Asha opened, a small little black hole. And it, uh, like, dissolves, and it, it, like, looks like it's melting for a second as it's getting sucked back into this hole. And then, for a small second, it's just kind of collapsed into a small ball surrounded by stars in the black background of this little opening. And then it ignites on fire. And that small fire just starts to get brighter and brighter until it's just a glowing white ball. And then it slowly descends onto the body that Asha had prepared to be Darius. And then the lights of the room light back up. The candles go back to normal. Uh, the small ball disappears. Like the small little hole disappears. And you guys see breathing happening underneath the sheets. No way! Galvin's gonna walk up, slowly lift up the sheets. Arashi runs over and looks at it. You see Darius. He looks like Darius. He's breathing. I move my hair. Uh, he's yet again. He's a human form. I check his. Uh... Galvin covering the lower half. Well, shit. Or uh, his basic body signs: breathing, heartbeat, temperature, everything. Yeah, he's he's alive and he's not sick. Human. Yeah, all seems pretty normal for a human. How is this possible? Didn't we just defeat whatever? I jump into Asha's arms and say she did it, and cry one tear. Uh, Gwyn Gwyn looks one at Darius. Tear. Gwyn looks at Darius and says, "Well, it seems to me that when you tried to pull." his soul out something evil came with him i'd keep an eye on him she says looking no, at galvin like, already on top of that one uh and we'll end the episode with this line his eyes open